Hi, you're again with Volleyball Explained Olympic Special for the third day of the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, today we are going to talk not only about indoor volleyball, but also about beach volleyball. And our co-host today is Victoria Georgieva, external media officer uh, to the European Volleyball Confederation. Thank you for joining, uh, Vicky. Hello, hello. Thanks, Bogdan, for and Volleyball Explained for inviting me. It's a pleasure. Uh, Let's, uh, let's start uh, firstly with uh, the results as a uh, tradition from the previous editions of, the, of this short cast or a short podcast about the Olympics. So it, uh, uh, the first match for the day was Iran-Venezuela 3-0. Then the Russian Olympic Committee beat uh, USA 3-1. Uh, Poland-Italy 3-0 with... Uh, the lack of Janelli very uh, remarkable uh, for this match uh, due to injury. Then uh, uh, France beat Tunisia in a routine match 3-0. And uh, the last two matches were Japan-Canada 3-1, Nishida and Ishikawa played a really great match. And at the end, uh, the, uh, uh, actually, the the cherry on uh, on the top of the cake for this uh, day: Brazil beat Argentina three two after uh, trailing uh, zero to two after the first two sets. But at the end, in a very highly dramatic match, uh, they won at the end. Uh, let's start with this match in uh, in detail. A uh, really very good uh, game by uh, Checo and uh, his compatriots in the first two sets. Uh, they were really good in reception, very fast play at the end uh, of the net. Uh, but uh, thereafter, uh, they were just probably a little bit tired. And uh, even though in the fourth set they were leading 17-12, I believe, they started making errors and at the end they lost also the tie break and with that uh, the match uh are yeah, you surprised yeah yeah but also i don't believe you know like that it's all about getting tired it's about the big difference and no offense of course to argentina or argentinian fans but I believe that uh, the champions, the bigger teams, they show this mental toughness and resilience uh, in the important balls and when they are losing. So maybe this is what uh, Argentina lacked today, because if we have a look at the statistics, as we have uh, talked a little with you, we can, we can see that Argentina outperformed uh, Brazil on attack. They had, they had uh, 68 winning spikes, while Brazil had 60, and they were also better on the block, 11 to 9. Um, the only component that Brazil was uh, were better was the serve. They they aced five times and Argentina two times. So uh, speaking um, about the the volleyball components, about the technical parts, I believe that uh, Argentina really showed a very good game. And as you said, but they lack this mental toughness, resilience to to to. To, to cope with the pressure in the important balls. And we can see that because they had so many unforced errors, yeah. Yeah, yeah especially in the, in the, in the fourth uh, set uh, where they were leading and then also in the, in the fifth set. So uh, pity for Argentina because they were really deserving to, to, to win this match, but at the end, uh, experience uh, um, mattered. 
Uh, the second match uh, we need to comment is between uh, the Russian Olympic Committee and USA. USA won their first match against France 3-0. Russia, Russia, let's say Russia for uh, for uh, easier, uh, yeah, to be to be actually easier, not always uh, rock or I don't know. Just Russia is just Russia. Uh, of course, uh, they won against Argentina the, their first match. A really good match in serving and blocking for Russia, 10 blocks to six, but not only kill blocks, but also touching and organizing counterattacks. Uh, 16 points for Dmitry Volko, 14 points for Egor Kluka, and 17 points for Tyler Sander for the US team. But what actually is very interesting from the statistics from uh, in this match is that uh, both teams had a pretty low efficiency in uh, in attack. Uh, but what is really surprising for me is that Matt Anderson, the, probably the biggest star for, for the U.S. team, had only 11% uh, um, in, yeah. in attack efficiency. With, uh, he, he, has, he has been uh, altogether blocked and uh, the, the direct errors made from him in attack uh, altogether 10 times for this match, which is a very, very high figure for uh, yeah. for the, the quality uh, Matt Anderson has. So, yeah, uh, I believe that this is something untypical for the US. And if they uh, if they have the desire to, to, to be in semifinal, even in the final, they need to fix this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as we say in Bulgaria, and, uh, you know, like, he didn't have a day, I believe, yeah. Matt and this happens and uh, these are maybe the moments when the coach had to uh, has to step uh, step up and just uh, take the, the respective actions and maybe do, execute some substitutions because it's okay players are also humans and they sometimes uh, don't don't deliver uh, the high level volleyball everybody will expect them to to deliver um i would agree with you maybe you say they just need to uh, to have a like a moment of relax um i believe that they will do it because uh, like observing all the national teams of the of usa of usa in the past months past years i i could i can say that they have this kind of ideology you know that they don't um pay that much of negative attention to the errors so okay they are like okay we lost but uh, i believe that they will get uh, uh uh, quite uh, quickly back on their feet. They have this uh, uh, understanding of the game. A loss is a loss, but then let's uh, look forward to the next match, match. So they're still in the game to me, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they will need to uh, to improve a little bit uh, yeah, on the block and uh, be careful with the, the unforced errors because I can see also that the, uh, the Russian players, they scored more today on their uh, opponent's errors, 35 to 32. So yeah, just this, this little bit of uh, detail, make attention to the detail. Yeah, uh, if I can uh, insert some kind of a joke here, this is the typical American mentality when making an error. Uh, for example, here in Bulgaria and probably also in the Balkans, when when somebody when somebody is making errors, is not playing good, we say get your shit together and etc. Uh, etc. Et and uh, in the American mentality, is the other way around, just uh, uh, exactly the opposite. Just relax. So, so uh, probably they need they need to relax more. But I would also uh, like to mention that uh, the mental toughness in in some uh, moments of the match that the, the Russians showed was uh, really second to none, and they actually were trailing uh, in different parts of the game. But uh, uh, 
uh, succeeded in turning it around. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, the third match, uh, the third match of the of the day, uh, Poland after losing the first uh, match uh, on Saturday against the team of. Uh, uh, the Islamic Republic of Iran, uh, they faced Italy. Uh, the shock uh, today was that Simone Gianelli was not playing. Uh, he has a minor injury uh, in his thigh, I believe. Uh, so yeah. uh, probably he's going to, to be arrested for at least one more match. I'm not sure, but... Uh, now let's see what is going to happen. He's uh, absolutely crucial for the team of Italy. And we saw that uh, even uh, today. Uh, without Gianelli, uh, not even one player from Italy has a double-digit uh, number of points at the end of the game with Osmane Juan and Micheletto with nine points. Of course, Poland uh, beat Italy 3-0 with uh, a very good game. Uh, not say great, but at least very good game from Wilfredo Leon and 14 uh, points, 18 for Leon, 14 for Bartosz Kurek. Opponent again played without uh, Michal Kubiak. Actually, he entered, uh, I believe, yeah, in the yeah. third set. Yeah. In the third yeah. set, uh, yeah. he, uh, uh, he got into the game probably just to uh, to feel how uh, is if he's able to to start playing uh, probably in the next matches because uh, Poland uh, for sure will uh, uh, will need him. Uh, so uh, very good serving, I believe nine aces to one, but not only aces, but also eight or nine aces, uh, but not only aces, situations where just the reception uh, of Italy was uh, very bad and they were not able to, with uh, their reserve setter Ricardo Asberturi to organize a decent attack. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Like, I believe that today Poland, they uh, uh, worked as a very well-oiled machine, you know. They were very good in all the components and we can see that uh, Italy put up some fight, some real fight only on the block because uh, it is on this comp component where we have like the equal performance. And uh, as you mentioned earlier, we, we could see that Janelli um, is really, really important to the team. Nothing, it's not a news, but it was like a real affirmation of, uh, of the fact. And uh, we can talk again about the, 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 the crucial role of the setter. You know, uh, when you have the genius setter, you can do also miracles. Um, maybe also Italy were a little bit tired after the, the first match uh, that they won 3-2. Uh, um, but again, uh, tiredness shouldn't be playing that much of a role in such kind of, uh, of competitions because also Poland, they finished in their first match 3-2. So um, Poland deservedly winning, I believe. Let's see how Italy will react and uh, let's see yeah, what happened with uh, Ginelli. Maybe the staff should think about, I don't know, maybe some new solutions to react quickly on this, in this new situation. Uh, the last match we're going to comment in detail is uh, between the hosts, uh, Japan. Uh, they won against the team Canada 3-1. Uh, I like this uh, sort of matches because there are always two styles, very opposite styles of playing. One physical presence style, North American style of volleyball against this uh, flexibility and defense style of playing, but uh, 
this uh, team of Japan, uh, sometimes here in the in Volleyball Explained podcast, uh, in, the, in the traditional format, we are a bit always uh, or hesitant towards uh, Yuji Nishida, but uh, uh, he was really good today. Uh, even on hard situations where typically Japanese player has, uh, has some problems uh, facing a uh, uh, double or even a triple good organized block by the by the opponent but there were uh, plenty of situations where he, he was really good in such uh, in such cases uh, 23 points for uh, Nishida and 22 for uh, the other uh, big Japanese star uh, Yuki Shikawa uh, and uh, I believe that with with this match uh, if somebody was uh, uh, wondering if Japan is able to, to beat the other decent teams. Uh, okay, Venezuela is the outsider in the group, that's for sure. But And it was normal to beat them 3-0. But now they are actually first in the group after the, after the second day. So this is uh, already something. And uh, I believe that Canada didn't play their, their best match. But as we mentioned in the, in the last... Uh, a volleyball explained podcast, uh, the preview before the Olympics, they have good players, but not great. And especially their lack of uh, an opposite with Sharon Evans that didn't play in course all season long. So, uh, yeah, Jap uh, Japan will probably go, go into the quarterfinals, yeah. I mean. The only thing that I could add about uh, Japan's team is like maybe uh, pay a little bit more of attention to the unforced heroes, of course, because there is always a room for improvement. This is the only comment that I could uh, add, you know, like different from what you just said. Okay, let's just uh, mention the other two matches because they're pretty much routine. Uh, the first match of the day was Iran against Venezuela 3-0 and France uh, with not that many uh, efforts uh, won against the outsider in the other group, the team of Tunisia 3-0, even though Tunisia won a decent amount of points in the, in the different sets. Uh, as we mentioned in the beginning, now we're going to talk also about uh, beach volleyball. But just before that, let's mention that tomorrow uh, the matches in the day two of the women's tournament will be the following. Uh, Russia against Argentina, China against the US team, probably the biggest derby of the day. Japan, the host against Serbia, Italy, Turkey, Brazil, Dominican Republic, and Korea against Kenya. Okay, let's go to beach volleyball then. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I'm not following it that, that closely, but you are. And uh, yeah, please I'm following explain. The yeah, I'm following the men's competition. So let's just, I'm sorry, ladies. <laughs> let's just uh, talk about men's competitions today. Um, we had a very interesting opener of the day in uh, Tokyo with the world champions uh, Krasilnikov and Stoyanovsky uh, meeting the Mexican team, uh, Gaxiola Rubio. And surprisingly, they had some problems. Um, they won 2-1, but uh, they all need, of course, to, to improve. Uh, maybe they didn't expect uh, the Mexican players to put up uh, this kind of fight. And actually, they paid some respect, you know, after the match. Uh, I believe Oleg said we pay respect to the opponents. Um, so there is room for improvement to for the world champions. 
Uh, this was their first match, as I mentioned, so maybe they will be like speeding up. Um, they were better on attack today. Uh, they, they scored 40 and the Mexican players scored 32. Um, they were also slightly better on block, uh, but uh, they had problems in reception because uh, the Mexican duo, they, they scored six aces, you know, so they, they made it really difficult. This was like the first, the first like uh, match of the day. Uh, the world champions they did survive, but of course they they need to uh, step up on their game, I believe. Uh, okay, actually they're playing uh, in the group phase yet, and yeah, yeah actually it's the group stage. Uh, teams are still playing in the group stage. They're divided into five uh, different pools. Um, today we had two teams that booked their tickets to the late finals. It's the, one of them is the Norwegian top team, uh, Mol Sorum, and the other one is uh, uh, the team from the Russian Olympic Committee, Lenshukov Semenov. Uh, they sized very, very important uh, um, victories. Uh, Lenshukov and uh, Semenov, uh, they, they, they defeated uh, the Australians, McHugh and Schumann at uh, two sets. They outclassed them in all the components and they were very well in control of the match. So no surprises uh, at all there. Um, they, uh, they scored more on the errors of the Australians because also the Australians put up some fight you know, on the attack. So a uh, very, very good uh, job by the, the, the Russian players. And uh, in the other match, uh, the Norwegians, uh, the beach volley Vikings, uh, met the Spanish duo uh, Herrera Gavira. It was uh, the European derby of the day, let's say that way. And it was very, very interesting. Um, Mol and Sorum, they led uh, in the first set with no problems. But what is surprising, what was surprising, surprising to me it was that. Uh, Herrera and Gavira were leading throughout the, the whole second set, you know, up until the 19th point, I believe. And then Mol and Sorum came back and won it at 24-22. Uh, I mean, why, why, why was it surprising to me? Not because Herrera and Gavira, we know they are like the biggest Spanish stars in the beach volleyball, so not surprising that they were leading. It was surprising how Mol and Sorum uh, just came back. Of course, they are the number one ranked team in the world. They have the potential, but to be fair, they were struggling today a little bit in the second set and also in their their first uh, first match. So these are the two teams that they that booked their tickets today to the finals. Um, one like a bad case, let's say that it's sad news uh, for uh, for the Czech uh, team of Perusic uh, Schweiner. Perusic uh, uh, has uh, been tested positive for COVID nineteen. So uh, they couldn't uh, play today against the Latvians, Plavins and Tox. And uh, respectively, respectively Plavins and Tox, uh, they, uh, they, they got the victory. So um, uh, many, many things are still uh, to be discovered in the beach volleyball tournament. As said, only we have only two teams qualified for the next phase so far. Actually, uh, what is happening exactly with with the teams where one of the members uh, was uh, was uh, diagnosed posit positive with COVID? Because, for example, I I read that the American Taylor Cup is going to be substituted by another player, but probably in, in other in other in other teams there is not there isn't such a possibility. 
Actually, I believe uh, talking about uh, specifically the about the case of uh, and uh, Schweiner, um, they are in isolation. Uh, I believe they were communicating yesterday to, during the whole day with the local authorities, you know, because Perusic is feeling good as far as I understood, so nothing like big. Um, but that he couldn't get a second or third test. I don't want. I don't want to spread like rumors. Mm. You know, yeah. just uh, how Google Translator helped me understand something from <laughs> Czech experience. I'm not sure. But they were waiting. I believe up until the very last yeah. minute if uh, um, Andre would uh, get uh, uh, tested and maybe he's negative and play. But for yeah. now, they are like in isolation. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting that uh, for now actually COVID is influencing. Uh, a lot beach volleyball so it's uh, maybe maybe there there is some kind some kind of a dependence in that okay thank you for giving uh, this uh, very interesting insight on beach volleyball you want and, just one yeah. last thing to share yeah. about Perusha. sorry but i just reminded uh yesterday uh today i read that his grandfather boris i believe Perusic, uh, he won the silver medal at indoor volleyball back in 1964 you know and it was the olympic games in tokyo, in tokyo. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so it was like you know a dream for Andre, the grandson, to play at Tokyo 2020, and it's a little bit or more more or less sad that maybe he won't be able to to, to share uh, the same place as his uh, grandfather did where, where they played Olympics. Yeah, it's really a pity, but with all the circumstances, it's somebody somebody needs to uh, to draw out this. Uh, yeah, the short stick. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you again. And thank you for joining uh, as a co-host today. I hope that you're going also to, to accept an invitation to be a guest uh, one more time, at, at least before, the, before the, uh, the end of the Olympics. And uh, dear spectators, uh, thank you for watching again uh, in day three of Tokyo Olympics Volleyball Explained Olympic Special. If you haven't uh, already subscribed to the channel, please do uh, like this, uh, this video and uh, share it with uh, your friends who are interested uh, in volleyball. Thank you again and uh, watch us also the next time. Bye-bye. Thank you.